back, pop culture and film fans, to a brand new podcast episode for Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me, holding hands with me across the internet, as always, mm. is Drew Douglas. The uh, hands across America like an us. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking, so I'm glad that you said that. I, for some reason, cannot stop thinking about that. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the fact that Nope just is still on my mind. I keep thinking about that movie or for some reason, the image, the the last couple of, basically it's the last 60 seconds of us, that's on my mind. It's been on my mind all week. So, well, hopefully you've seen us because we just, well, I, didn't, I mean, we haven't like given- It's like four years old. I don't feel too bad. Yeah. Oh. No, if my math is correct and I looked, this should be episode 150, I think three for us. 153. What do you what have you learned in 153 episodes of doing this? I would say that we love scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff that we knew prior yeah. to uh um yeah, I don't know if I've necessarily learned anything. Um, you could say some learning on my behalf of seeing a way to transition from one thing to the other, but also like try to be concise. Although I feel like a lot of times I'm not concise. So that's, um, that's like a flaw that I'm always working on. Well, it's a punishment for me cause I edit and I just got to like snip snip. So if anything, you're just trolling me when you go on. <laughs> so I should just go on this giant Kanye West style rant. And I just continue doing that for like, uh, 20 minutes. What's funny is it came up on Spotify of like a recommended episode that I apparently hadn't played. And it was a movie that I honestly didn't remember sitting down and like talking about, which would be kind of fun, I guess, to go back and listen to. Yeah, that's it's definitely been one of those things that I like looking at all of what like from the movies we've talked about and loved to the movies we've hated. We should do like a greatest hits where we talk about our favorite movies during that time and our least favorite movies of that time. What was the first one we ever did? Taking it, We're just taking a little trip down memory lane. Oh, I think it was Power Rangers, right? But yeah, it was Power Rangers. We started off, we did like Power Rangers, the Bye Bye Man, and then for some reason we did like a commentary. <laughs> That's for, right. Uh, Planes, Trains. I don't know if that was actually number three, but it seems like it was. It was really early on. And I'll yeah. always remember that only like seven people <laughs> downloaded it. I want to say that, um, yeah, we ended up doing Power Rangers, and it feels like the uh, with Transformers. Was it the last night? It was the last night. Mm. And we did that where we ended up going to the theater, we'd watch it, and then we'd immediately podcast shortly after. Yeah. We've definitely changed, I think, how we, how we do it. I guess my only issue with, with this is you and I are usually always on the same page. Yeah. I, I think even if you and I disagree, I'm not, we're not going to get into like the fights that like Ebert and uh, Ebert and Siskel and Ebert used to get into, you know, they, they would really like get sure. into it. It's, it's funny because like Ebert always seemed a little bit like Roger Moore or uh, Michael Moore. <laughs> Roger, Michael Moore, in that Roger Moore. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a look or what. Yeah, that James Bond quality to him. Not, not, not exactly the same Moore. So today we're going to, we're going to update the old Rotten Tomatoes game, which is certainly taken quite a turn it's gotten to a point that i'm i'm on the receiving end of this you are slaughtering me and i i don't know if i can come back that's how far back i am 
<laughs> so we're going to do the RT update, and then we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Now, do you feel, do I need to explain this every single time, that this is from July through December, the second half of 2022? Then, then I think it's like explaining the game itself. I don't think it's necessary. But it always feels like, it, you know, we have to talk about that. I always feel like I have to, but... Let's, I guess, go over these because it, it was a complete bloodbath. <laughs> the the worst start I could I could ever have. Now, <laughs> pause of fury. We finally got that locked in. Um, and this is unbelievable. In the first month, you got this exactly right at fifty five percent. So that's automatically three points for you. Woo! You got where the crawdads sing. You got DC League of Super Pets, which was the bonus of the month. Worth Loves. two points. So you're already up six to nothing. I got Love and Thunder. I got Nope. And you got The Gray Man. So in the month of July, I'm already down seven to two. Seven <laughs> to two. August, we have, uh, we're going to lock in Bullet Train. I actually get the point for that one. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Let's go ahead and lock it in because why not? I can't win this one, I don't think. You're going to get that, <laughs> which we weren't, it's, it's actually dropped into like the upper eighties, but it's, you, you did 92. I think it was at 88 earlier today, mm -hmm. 92. So you get that point. Um, we'll lock in prey, which I said 61, you said 70. It's at like 92%. I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't get that. So there's another point. Now this is the one that I debated on. I just don't see how it can drop. It's 13 lives. Uh, you said 87%. I said 85 At last check, it's 88 I don't think between now and Friday, which is two days away from when we are currently recording, that that is going to drop down. So you get that point. Woo! So right now, you're up 10 to 3. 10 and to 3. It's wild because with 13 lives for so long, it was sitting right at 87%. And that was like right on for me. I need to make a, I need to make a quick correction. Bodies, bodies, bodies was our bonus movie of the month. That's two points. So you're actually up eleven to three. Woo! Good grief! I got both of those bonus, baby. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I can win. So what we have coming up? We have Beast, which currently is at eighty percent, but only five reviews. I Which, said 57, you said 65. So you're in line <laughs> to get that one. Uh, we have Samar Samaritan with Sylvester Stallone. We have no idea what that's going to be. You said 60. I feel like that's too high, but... Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if you got that. We have Barbarian later this month, which we both were... I mean, you actually went pretty high on that, 77%. I did 64. Yeah. The biggest shocker, I think, so far... of any of these movies is Orphan First Kill, which looks so bad. It looks awful. I actually said 31%. You said 30. Right now, it's at 68% with 39 reviews. So, not a lot. But um, even though I'm almost 40% off, I could win that one at, at, at some point. And it's mind blowing because, like, with that, I thought for sure, for sure, that movie would have just 
tanked. You mean just like people watching? I said, yeah. J- well, just with the overall score, the the I should say the critic score just tank. Uh, I don't think it's going to do very well either. But it just it to me it's mind blowing that it's got such a high score right now. Now a lot can change, but still, you know, you look at these reviews and they're all praising how ludicrous and campy it is. So I maybe maybe it won't. Maybe it'll stay stay around that point. Um, but yeah, this is bad. Eleven to three. <laughs> I need to at least get. If I could get Orphan Samar- Samaritan, I can't say that every time I try to <laughs> on the first try. Barbarian, um, and I need Beast to really just like, just like nosedive. You know, this was this was worse when than when. I was in your shoes because that's where I was able to come back and I did okay. I mean, I still, I still had to climb significantly. Uh, and I still like at, by the time we finished the first, uh, round of the RT game for this year, it's where, um, I missed it by that much. Uh, but that's with this, I just, uh, I was so, I was so pissed off from that round. I am just, um, I'm winning every single one now. It's almost like these movies are out to get me. Like it's a personal thing. <laughs> now, r- the embargo lifted on She-Hulk, the season one of mm. that. They have 206 reviews so far. I think they most people only watched or were, were able to see the first four episodes. It's at 88%. What do you think about She-Hulk? You know, I am very excited to see that. Um, I'm optimistic optimistically or reluctantly optimistic that's what i'm trying to say because i don't like the trailers haven't really sold me but i do like the idea of what it's about in terms of a lawyer that's helping like superheroes or mutants or what you know whatever it is um and i i think that could end up being really cool i know that they will eventually have like this crossover Daredevil, Daredevil and Charlie Cox and working in that character because we are getting that character back, uh, the, the character getting uh, his brand-new show. And isn't it called Daredevil New Beginnings or New Beginnings, something like that? It's uh, Daredevil Reborn, 18 episodes. Reborn. Okay. And that's a lot. I mean, that's... What are they going to be like? Based on these Disney Plus standards, it's like 30 minutes or some crap like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, this these are... The She-Hulks are short. I think... I think it's uh, you know twenty five ish minutes. So where where is your interest on She Hulk? Uh, moderately high. I think it looks like a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm uh, excited to dive more into the Hulk world and you know see some of those characters from the Incredible Hulk that we haven't seen really since uh, the Edward Norton movie, like Abomination. Yeah. I mean, these. I feel like these shows usually start off fairly strong and then just completely derail. <laughs> so when I see positive word of mouth on this, uh, and, and I think it looks fine, I'm excited for it. Uh, I, it does make me wonder if it can sustain itself. And I think this is like nine episodes, mm-hmm. but maybe. And I don't know. I don't know if this has like one long story arc beyond you know her character transformation. Like if there's a, a big villain by the end of this or not. And if there's not, maybe that does help this out a little bit. I, I think, I, and I forget the actress's name, but she's in um, The Good Place. And she's playing like, 
Titania or Titania, something like that, um, which I don't know anything about that character, but I'm guessing she's going to be the main bad yeah, like villain. So I do. I, it is interesting that we are getting uh, Bruce Banner slash smart, smart Hulk. It looks like we're <laughs> getting that. Smoke. Small. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that's I, I'm excited that we are getting more Hulk. And I know that we can't get the Hulk movie yet because isn't that deal with Universal that's still tied up? But I wonder, too, if they're if they'll set his story up for for something because that's kind of the rumors that this will set up what happens next with that character. So I'm excited for this. What else have you been what else have you been watching? So for me, I ended up, uh, as I mentioned, I've been traveling. So I ended up downloading a couple of things and um, watching on my phone. So I watched watched some old movies. There's one movie, and it had a very interesting beginning. And I was surprised by it. And I was extremely surprised by the score that it got on Rotten Tomatoes. But it's from IFC. And it's the movie, a movie on Netflix called The Wretched. Have you seen it or heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Okay. So it start. it's basically a witch story. Um, and I'm surprised to see, but critics have given it 75%. And that's extremely high. And then the audience gives it 46%. I'm somewhere in the middle because... I was really into the first half, and I was watching this on the, on the plane, got halfway through, totally into it, digging it, loving where it was going. Then whenever I start up the second half, I just, I was like, could not believe what I was watching. It seemed like a really cheap movie. Um, it, like, I wouldn't say nosedived, but it totally, to me, it changed I think that it still did a few cool things, but it really just went off the rails, and it wasn't what I, um, honestly, what what I was hoping for or the ending, what it would be. Um, the ending overall was fine, like the actual ending itself, just the the way the film played out in the last act was just awful there there's one scene i won't go into it but it just seemed like such a terrible almost student film uh couple of moments and i was blown away that critics actually gave it the score that they did uh with that happening overall it's worth watching i think um kind of a very interesting concept the other thing is uh speaking of being on the plane i had about an hour left so i'm like what am i going to see i was flying american airlines and on American Airlines, they give you the option to watch things, uh, movies, TV shows, things like that. And it's their own network, their own, you know, um, like American Airlines entertainment hub. And so I've found, because I don't have an Apple uh, TV, uh, Apple, is it Apple Plus TV, Apple TV Plus? What the heck do they call it? Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Okay. I always want to just call it Apple Plus, but. Yeah. Because I've got an Apple TV and it's the device at home. So I always want to say Apple Plus too. So I do not have that subscription. And there are actually several shows and or miniseries out on that that I want to watch. Um, one that was actually not on my list, but I saw it. And I'm like, huh, this could be interesting. And the reason why it caught my attention is none other than Jared Leto. And I'm like, 
I want to see Leto just doing Leto. I just, I want. Is he, is he unhinged in it? Because <laughs> it's got two people that I don't nece- necessarily care for. The other one's Anne Hathaway. And now we've combined them for a series, and I'm like, I don't think I could watch a second of that. Which is interesting, because I've heard several people say that about Anne Hathaway. Why is it that you dislike Anne Hathaway? I'm curious. I don't think she's a bad actress, but I think in real life she comes across very annoying. Um, Like in interviews? Yeah, she just seems like a person that would just really suck. Uh, so like not be fun and just be like really stuck up. But I... <laughs> I don't know her. She could be the nicest person. Well, I will say in that case, we crashed the show that I started watching uh, or miniseries worth watching for that reason, because Anne Hathaway, there's kind of a a tale of two Anne Hathaways and you see her at the beginning and then like maybe 20 minutes into the movie after that. Leto's not unhinged, um, but he's definitely got like this accent, this, this persona and he does actually a good job. I'm surprised, not surprised in terms of like acting, because I actually do think Leto can be um, captivating or at least entertaining to watch. I mean, heck, we both had fun watching him in House of Gucci just being, make it seem like make a <laughs> fool of himself. So for this, it's something that I am kind of enthralled by watching his performance and Anna Hathaway as well. I think they both, they, I don't want to say too much, but they have a turn where they both are. Uh, Leto is pretty consistent, like his character. Hathaway changes. Um, and I don't want to say why. However, uh, this is worth watching, I think. Uh, I, I at least really enjoyed the first episode, and that's all I've seen. Uh, so I've got seven more to go. And I think it's I, I may end up getting a Apple TV Plus subscription uh, or at least a free trial uh, to finish this up. Because there are other shows like Blackbird. I want to see Blackbird. I've heard nothing but amazing things mm. about Blackbird. I was going to say it's worth it. Now, it's usually cheap, too. It's like, I think, $4.99 a month, maybe. Yeah. I was going to recommend Blackbird, too, because it's a nice, solid six episodes performances are are really fantastic i think watching it i i I looked at taron egerton in like a new light like i thought he was talented beforehand whether it was kingsman where he's just like a lot of fun and charismatic to i think he's really good in rocket man but he's i don't know i feel like we see different layers to him in blackbird Mm -hmm. that i haven't seen before and he's so in shape and so built that now i could see him in some sort of like Marvel movie. Wolverine. Yeah, honestly, I really could. I had always, you know, hear either fan rumors or, you know, he's asked about that a lot and I never could picture it. And then I watched this and I'm like, I could totally see it now. I could totally see it. But he's fantastic. Uh, Paul Walker Hauser's amazing in it as usual. He's so weird and so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, can't stop watching him and he's so fascinating everything he does and greg kinnear's really good in it uh and ray liotta it's it's weird to see him because obviously he passed away and his health is not great in this series and it, it was a little sad to watch he's mm. playing like this guy that eventually he has like a stroke and it's just sad to see him knowing that 
uh, he he eventually did pass away. It definitely seems very like quality. They they're unlike a lot of services where they're not putting as much of a focus on quality. It seems like Apple is putting a focus on quality, which is great. Uh, but it's kind of pushing me to get an actual subs- subscription. Now I'm never gonna watch it, but is is we we crashed? Is it going to be more than one season, or is this just like a limited series? I doubt. I, I can't. I know the full story. You know the story of WeWork, right? Yeah, the financial thing that just like completely tanked or whatever. And that's where I was like, you know what? I don't really have much of a an interest because I know the story, but I, I can't imagine this being, um, I can't imagine them going beyond one season. I think it'll be a limited series. I mean, knowing Leto, he'll want that spinoff. He'll have his own spinoff before long. <laughs> so uh, that it'll be merged with Morbius before we know it. Now, do you feel strange? You mentioned watching a horror film on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do you feel at all weird doing that, knowing that someone could peer around and be like, "Oh my God, what is this guy watching?" Because I hundred percent one time during the Christmas season, I was watching Die Hard two on an airplane, and that has a lot of planes <laughs> crashing. Takes place in an airport. And I stopped it. I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable watching this in here. <laughs> and I thought I weirdly had like downloaded and was was in, you know, intentionally going to watch it on the plane because I thought it'd be kind of fun, and it ended up not being fun. I felt very strange about that. Yeah, I I, I almost did that at one point of uh, the wretched because there was a scene involving a child, and I'm like, ooh, wow, this is. Getting a little rough. <laughs> it's like a baby around the corner <laughs> from me. Now, now, what about you for watching? Well, you know what? I've been, you know, we say this every time, but in the mood for some thrillers. And we saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies last week, which I quite enjoyed. It was my cup of tea. Definitely a lot different than I expected. I told you it was less slasher, uh, more... I would describe it as just like a modern-day Agatha Christie, like a whodunit. mm so mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with that, and then we finished up Blackbird this past weekend, and I've just been watching thrillers. I, I watched The Day Shift on Netflix with Jamie Foxx, a vampire movie that was okay, I guess. So not terrible. It's not terrible, but I, I thought the first half was was a lot of fun, and then it it really just went off the rails, and I, I couldn't I couldn't wait for it to end. <laughs> Uh, which is always bad. It was too long. It's like two hours long. And then there's so many things about the vampire mythology in the movie that I couldn't figure out. I was like, I don't understand how that works. So that was all right. It was it was an okay couple hours. I finally saw The Night House with... Oh, yeah, Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall from, I think, last year it came out. Totally different than what I expected. Honestly... Gave me uh, empty man vibes, yeah. where I went into it expecting one thing, and it was completely different. And I I respect it. I res- I don't I didn't necessarily love it. It had some good thrills, but I res- I respect that they kind of take they kind of uh, took a very serious topic in terms of just like dealing with grief and depression and stuff like that, and somehow found a way to spin a horror story around it which is interesting. And then um, the other night I watched The Stepfather from 1987 with Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn, yeah. And I had a lot of fun with that one. It was surprisingly shot better than I expected. Uh, Had 
some good performances, especially from Terry O'Quinn. And then the music, though, was just like, the music was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it's 1987, but it did not match the tone of the movie. And uh, so that was a little distracting. But I had a lot of fun with that. And, I, and it's on Peacock. The sequel's on Peacock, too, so I'm going to watch that maybe tonight. Is Terry in that? Terry is in the second one, yes. Okay. Um, and then I think there's a third one, but I don't believe he's in it. <laughs> I've only seen the uh, first. Yeah, so I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll crank that out and, and let you know if I liked it. And then uh, I think my big recommendation for the week, and this I told you about this a couple weeks ago, Peacock has The Resort, which oh, yeah. is seriously, I'm just like blown away by this show. There's five episodes so far. It is like a comedy mystery that's gradually dipping into territory that I can only describe as like a lost. I know there's a lot of shows that deal with sci-fi or messing with time, but it gives me like weird leftovers slash lost vibes. Mm. Like it's getting, I don't know where it's headed. I could be completely off base, but it is, it's getting wild. That like that, honestly, that sounds good. I know you've been raving about it, so I got to check that out. Anything, um, anything else you've been watching now? Did you, I hate to ask you a question then interrupt, but, uh, on the resort, it's got William Jackson Harper in it, who I'm not too familiar with, but he was on the good place, which you mentioned earlier. Is that a show that you watched? So good place, finish that. Um, and it was funny. My girlfriend and I watched that long distance as in, uh, you know, we'd, have these date nights and then I would call her up and then we, would, you know, time it out. And it was like creating our own watch party uh, because, you know, some services like believe Disney plus and Amazon, they've got it where you can watch with others. You share the link, uh, but it's where you got to be watching through a desktop or something like that. Uh, this was through Netflix, good place. We watched, um, I, I really, really enjoyed the good place. That was a solid show. Uh, and of course, he is also in Midsummer or Summer, Midsummer, whatever. Oh yeah, he he is in that. Yeah, um, and I knew him from that first before watching The Good Place, but then I watched The Good Place, and now it's hard to think of him outside of The Good Place. But uh, he's a great actor. Now is that one that gets kind of that has like a good ending? I feel like I hear it, it ended well. It's, you know, it's humor that I thought was hilarious because in the very beginning, it was really interesting. And this won't spoil the show, but I knew, unfortunately, where it was going to a degree by the end of the first season. Um, it had kind of been spoiled for me. But then I will say seasons, uh, season two was okay. Uh, I really enjoyed season one. Season two was okay. It wasn't bad, um, but it was uh, it, it was probably I would rank that at the bottom of the seasons. It was it's still like I would say probably B plus A minus for me. Season three is probably my favorite season of a sitcom in a long time. Like from start to end of that season is just phenomenal. It's I would call it a masterpiece season. And then season four is solid. It's not as solid as season three, but it's a great end. And the finale is actually beautiful. Like it's one of those that it it had me tearing up. And then 
at the same time laughing, like hysterically laughing. And there's also, and I won't say what it is, but the final sentence of that show that's uttered, I've said that to people time and again, like every once in a while. And I've caught some off guard where they're like, what the heck did you just say? And then others will appreciate it if they've seen it. So great show. Ted Danson is amazing. Harper is just um, uh, is fantastic. Kristen Bell. This is one one show for her. Uh, it's funny because like in the very beginning, this to me seemed like it was her show. But when you watch it, it's very much so an it feels like an ensemble. You know, it's not just her. Um, but uh, the other there's one other person um, who I think is just amazing. And uh, it's Darcy Carden, and she plays Janet. And for those who know what I'm talking about, she's hands down the standout, my favorite part of the show. Um, had no idea what character she played. I had no idea um, her role in this or what to expect. Because everyone else like, would, would kind of see in the promos for the show, um, hands down, best part of that show. Uh, so, so good. Um, but yeah, the, the humor in it is great. Um, it, I would say it's if Lost was a sitcom. Well, that that gets me going. There's uh, one of our mutual friends, and he got really excited whenever I was re-watching. Well, whenever I was watching The Good Place, he started re-watching certain episodes, and it caused him to then say that he thinks the good place has a better finale than lost but how can you compare those two if they're not necessarily the same thing and that's it and the good place um so i'm trying to remember the creator but uh same same guy um who ended up michael Schur. uh so michael Schur created the good place he's also behind um he worked on the office parks and rec uh, he's got a uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like he's got an extensive list. Um, he's he's uh, you know got a great track record. But the thing is, for this, uh, he he came out and said that Lost inspired him. I mean, that's that's a huge inspiration for the Good Place. So I have nothing but amazing things to say about the Good Place. I highly recommend starting that show. You will find out in the first like two or three episodes if it's your if it's humor that you really enjoy i think that you will appreciate it because it's not just humorous but it also has something to say highly recommend you should just do your own um good place podcast the pot the pod place or something we'll do yeah we'll end up creating a spinoff um of of quality check and it'll be attached to the good place i mean we have nothing to talk about for about two months <laughs> so. i will say it will make for a great binge because no joke my girlfriend and i we were able to watch half a season in a night because they're third they're like 22 23 minute episodes um and they're they're to the point like each one is is crafted in an expert way uh, and there are there are typically about 10 episodes or 10 10 yeah 10 episodes per season well i'll start i'll start watching that uh when you start watching the resort Ooh. And then we can just do one big podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have anything else you want to recommend? 
Um, no, right now uh, there's uh, I, there's a lot that I need to uh, watch, a lot that I need to get caught up on. Um, I still need to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I know you've seen that, and that's on my watch list. I will see it this weekend. It'll be interesting to see how busy it is. But uh, all I can say is get ready for the Good Place podcast because by that time we're going to um, just say keep it sleazy. <laughs> that better not be the final line in the show. No, it's not. It's not. But, uh, yeah, this show's been hyped up, so... Not by just, not by only you, but I've heard other people hype it up too. So it better be good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I will say that the entire, yeah, there, there's, um, if you talk to others who have, who've seen it recently, or those who've, it, they, they've been removed fr- from the show for several years. Um, I just, I'm, I'm really curious to hear what they have to say, but. Uh, that may be what's next for us because we've only got Beast, and that's the only thing to look forward to. And weirdly enough, I am kind of hyped for it. I'm not going to rush out for it. I, surprisingly, I do want to see that fall movie, but probably won't see that in theaters. I j- for some reason, I just want a good Idris Elba kicking some butt. And that way, Idris Elba, he can end the movie by saying, until next time, keep watching.